of the soil uh, who is threshing a wheat in a wine press to keep it away from the Midianites. Why? Because the Midianites were coming and plundering everything that the Israelites were sowing and reaping. Every time they were, you know, uh, waiting to get a harvest, immediately the Midianites will come and plunder the land. And whatever efforts they put, whatever uh, energy they put into, uh, you know, the work of their hands, whatever they wanted to, uh, you know, uh, get from the fruit of the land, they could not get. Because whatever they did, immediately the Midianites would come. That's what you see from verses 1 to 6. Let's quickly read that to understand what was going on in the background. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And for seven years, he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. There's a problem that the people of Israel always had. Every time they fell into sin, it always affected them. Sin has its consequences. And then you also see... From verse 2, because the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites and other eastern peoples invaded the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep nor cattle or donkeys. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count the men and their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Medians so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. Constantly the Midianites were after the people of Israel. Whenever they were flourishing, whenever they were about to eat the fruit of their land and you know multiply and have uh, these uh, you know livestock and everything increase, the Midianites would immediately come and devour. They were so oppressive. They were so powerful. They were so, um, you know, uh, evil because God had allowed them to do this because of the sin of the people of Israel themselves. Now, for the people of Israel, it was impossible for them to handle these Midianites. Have you ever been in such a situation where it was beyond your control, where it was beyond what you could do, where it was beyond... What you can handle, how you can handle, you don't have a way out of certain things. That's how we get stuck in our lives. Sometimes it's beyond our control and we don't know what to do. And also like Gideon, we ask questions. Is God really among us? Is God really hearing us? That's what we heard Ezzy talk about while he was leading worship as well. We come with so many questions and doubts like these. We are so uh, troubled in our hearts when we see uh, some of the things that are happening in our lives and we wonder why is all of these happening? What is God doing? Is God really with us or where are all those miracles of the past? God delivered the people of Israel uh, from Egypt. Where are all of those things that our fathers talked about? We are not seeing these kind of things in our day and we have these questions. But God was calling Gideon to do a task while he was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it away from the Midianites. Now God was calling him for a mission. Now this was an impossible mission to accomplish. But it was in this kind of a situation where uh, the enemy was so powerful and the enemy was so oppressive and the enemy could overpower them so easily. It was in such a situation, he's handpicking a a weak person from the smallest clan in the tribe of Israel and he's calling him to go forth, a fearful man to go and accomplish a mission which is absolutely impossible. 
Hallelujah. But that's what God does. God chooses, chooses always the most insignificant of the people, the most, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, weakest of the ones, the ones who are, you know, the most considered the most foolish in the world, the ones who are, you know, who are totally incapable, who think that they actually have nothing that they can do by themselves. Those who seem to have done many things and failed, those who have those questions and doubts and fears are the ones that many times God handpicks to accomplish some great things. Hallelujah. That's who our God is. Amen. He actually baffles people's minds. He baffles even the minds of those whom he wants to use. And those who are getting ready to be used by God are the ones who actually are the most unqualified. And the amazing thing is when God calls, he calls the, un, you know, the ones who are not qualified, but he qualifies them who are called. Hallelujah. You know, they seem to be so, you know, the um, uh, useless ones that the society considers. Uh, and sometimes we ourselves look down on ourselves in such a manner that we think that I have no capacity. I have no, you know, capabilities. I have no skills. I have no wisdom. I, I really don't know how I'm going to live my life. I don't know what God wants me to do. I don't even know what God's purpose is for my life. And it is that time, it is in such situations where God just comes and intervenes and speaks to us and says, hey, there is a plan I have for you. There is a mission that you ought to accomplish and this seemed to be impossible but you are made for a mission impossible. Hallelujah. And that's exactly what is our title for our message this morning is made for mission impossible. Hallelujah. And that's exactly what Gideon was saying. This is absolutely impossible for me. He was trying to run away from this when God was calling him to do this. And I'm so excited about sharing this word this morning because this has been so prophetic. Uh, yesterday when Joshua was leading us in worship uh, in the youth fellowship, he was exactly, you know, prophesying uh, all of that which I'm going to talk to you this morning. You know, that, come, that was so much of a confirmation that came to me yesterday when he was just leading worship and it was so prophetic. Hallelujah. So you see, that's how the Holy Spirit leads us. The Spirit of God has a message to every one of us and to us collectively as a church together and he confirms it. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so this is exactly for you, brother, sister, this morning. There's no doubt about it that this is, uh, this is a sealed package that is going to be delivered to you. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God calls Gideon while he's doing this, threshing this wheat uh, in a wine press. And, but he did not realize there was a larger purpose in his life. He couldn't see it at that point. You know, that's how we are uh, very often. We absolutely are clueless about what our future holds for us. And we are absolutely clueless about what we ought to accomplish in our lives. We know that God is with us. We know we are God's children. We believe that God has a plan and a purpose for our lives, but we have no clue. But the good news is that God comes speaking to us. God comes to lead us. God will always show us what we ought to do. God will always lead us in the path uh, the per of the purpose that he has for our lives. And uh, this larger purpose was just unfolding in this very unforeseen situation, if we can call it that way, in, in the perspective of Gideon. For Gideon, this was a very, very difficult, unforeseen situation where they are at as the people of Israel. 
they are under oppression everything is being robbed they are losing everything while they are losing ground where they are losing uh, you know all that they have and while they are actually in a very sad state here comes a call hallelujah and here comes a, 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 a purpose that is being revealed for the life of Gideon there was a larger purpose while he simply had no idea of what God's plan for his life was and god is raising him up here at this point even though he simply you know disqualifies himself you know sometimes we discount and disqualify and we depreciate ourselves and we almost bring ourselves to almost nothing you know we we say come up with a lot of reasons we come up with a lot of you know descriptions about ourselves we come up with a lot of history of ourselves we come up with a lot of failures of our own and we say you know look at all of these this is who i am and with all of this you think i have something that i can do Oh yes you can if God is there in your life amen hallelujah praise the lord you might not have so much education you might have not you might not have so much of capacity you might not have so much eloquence in language you might not have so much of leadership skills you might not have so much of you know skills to do many different things that others are able able to do you might not have a supportive family you might not have somebody who will recognize your work you might not have people who will affirm you and say hey this is it go ahead and we are standing with you you might not have all of these things but if god is there in your life, God's purpose will be accomplished through you. You are made for a mission impossible. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There are things that God wants you to do which are beyond your capacity, which are beyond what you know, beyond what you have experienced, beyond what you have done in your past. There are things that God wants you to do and that's why God has put you in such a time as this. Hallelujah. That's why God has placed you in a home where you are at. That's why God has made you to marry the person you have married. Maybe you don't like him or you don't like her. That's another point. But you know that's good for you. Amen. praise the lord hallelujah maybe you don't like even the city where you live in sometimes we crib about it isn't it oh you should come to our street you know it's full of slush and uh, especially after the rains this uh, you know yesterday and all that oh man you can't even step out of your door that's how you know the streets are that's how you know the situations around us are but this is you know a time like this where god wants you to do something and god has called you for that god is raising up people for his mission and this mission is impossible for us at a human level in a human perspective but for god god is able to do that through you and to fulfill this mission impossible it is necessary for us to build within ourselves some inevitable qualities there are some qualities that have to be built up within us that will give us firstly a breakthrough within you will have a breakthrough in your mind you will have a breakthrough in your heart you will have a breakthrough within so that you can now be ready to step out outside and see a breakthrough on the outside very often we are breaking you know we want to break the strongholds on the outside but there are things that have to change there are things that we have to experience and we need to come out we need to break out so that we will be able to you know move forward and do the things that god wants us to do and very often like gideon probably it is our fears we are so afraid you are a fearful person probably you are afraid of cockroaches lizards and ants and mosquitoes probably you you are afraid of darkness you are afraid of uh, you know standing up to talk to people you are afraid of uh, communicating with an unknown person you you probably have so many fears and inhibitions and and probably there are questions about what's going on in your life itself and you're asking about your own self uh, while you want to accomplish God's purpose and you're probably having questions and doubts about your own life 
and what is god doing in my family what is god doing with our finances what is god going to do with our you know with my marriage what is god going to do with my children you know and their future many many kind of many things that are you know tormenting your mind right now that you have no sight of anything that you have to be accomplishing you know for god you know and you have no sight of what's god's plan and purpose and how god wants you to function you have no sight of what assignment god has for you while you are actually battling with so many things on the inside and god wants to give you a breakthrough first on the inside so that you can get out and do things on the outside hallelujah praise the lord and so we might have to be dealing you know we might have to be overcoming all of these things maybe it's doubts and we need a fresh you know uh, 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 a fresh uh, faith uh, you know that will build us up that will keep us strong that will help us to move forward we probably need to break down the hindrances that we are seeing within our own selves in our own lives in our own circumstances so that we can move forward and move on to victory and while you overcome some of these you know hindrances and challenges and you build in yourself some of these inevitable qualities that you need you will begin to see victory come forth you have no other choice but you will run into a great victory hallelujah praise the lord Number one, we're going to see some of these things that uh, happened in uh, Gideon's life that seemed to be uh, very, very, um, you know, critical for the breakthrough that he had first within himself and the breakthrough on the outside. There were some of the thing, critical things that you see um, uh, in the life of Gideon is number one, that he realized that God had called him. You know, he had not realized, he was trying to refute that, but there was a necessity for him to understand that God is calling him for this mission. God is telling him, hey, go, you know, in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Verse 14. God called him and the Lord announced to him saying, you are a mighty warrior while he was afraid. He was announcing to him that he was strong, he was powerful, there is strength within him while he did not recognize any strength or anything within him. You know, we need to realize that God has called us. Hallelujah. Everybody, every one of us seated here is everyone who is listening to me is God called person has been called by God for a particular purpose you're not born in this world by chance by accident maybe there were some accidents that happened along the way maybe there are some catastrophic things that happened along the way in your life and you probably came to a conclusion that my whole life is a miserable you know catastrophe itself why was I ever born why why did my parents even give birth to me maybe that's how you feel but you know the truth is that's a lie of the devil but the truth is that god has called you and he's brought you into this world with a purpose hallelujah and for a good purpose for you to accomplish a mission which is impossible for you hallelujah but he will make you to do that praise the lord amen praise the lord hallelujah would you shake the hand of the neighbor sitting to you next to you and say god has called you Let's affirm that with one another. God has called you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Nobody is, you know, an unwanted person for God. God has called everybody and shaped everybody's life in a unique, specific way. Put everyone in a certain situation where they are now ready to be launched out for God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, Gideon was, you know, as I said earlier, was not a person who was actually ready and prepared. He was not full of the Holy Spirit and praying and fasting and reading the Bible. And he was not a person saying, Jesus, come on, you know, help me get out and do this job. You know, he was not a person who was 
all full of the fire of the holy spirit like some of the guys here you know the worship leaders and musicians and all of them full of the holy spirit you see you know they are all fired up you know you see roshan coming and talking about media all fired up full of the spirit and ready to go out and do things and wanting to get done the, you know the things of the kingdom of god now gideon was nobody like him like these guys gideon was someone who was ready to run away gideon was someone who was hiding gideon was someone who is very fearful but here you see that god was helping him to realize that he has called him hallelujah hearing the voice of god hearing and knowing that god has called you and made you and shaped you for a purpose is something very important very often we underestimate the purpose of god we become near sighted we become cynical we become negative we speak many negative things over our own lives and let's not do that we don't see our lives as how god sees us very often our perspectives are the biggest problem that come in our way the way the opinions that we form in our minds the conclusions that we derive from everything that has happened in our lives like gideon also had concluded why is all this happening this is impossible you know because of all those things we come to that kind of a place and that's the biggest hindrance we need to realize that god has called us we need to see ourselves as god sees us you made for something unique and special with greatness inside of you david was an, a person who was simply a shepherd boy leading sheep but there was a king inside of him which he did not know but god had already prepared greatness within him and called him to shepherd his whole people while he was shepherding sheep you know there's a huge difference between you know being a king over a nation and taking care of sheep but if you he had the good qualities of taking care of sheep he was definitely capable enough that was what god saw in him that he's a man who is able to shepherd my people amen hallelujah and sometimes we we compare sheep and a whole nation and think oh sheep is very easy but a nation impossible you know wars impossible leading people impossible you know uh, solving people's problems and disputes impossible sheep is very simple small take them around you know some green grass leave them there and they will be you know grazing there take them beside some waters and they will drink some water and bring them and put them in the pen you know probably stuff like that but of course even to do that there is certain amount of skill that is needed certain amount of wisdom that is needed certain amount of capacities that are needed needed to do that and so because david was able to do that and he was able to protect his flock from the wild animals that came now god saw that this is the kind of person that i need he was a person who was chosen he was again the youngest whom the father did not even consider you know worthwhile to be called in when samuel the prophet came to anoint him you know hallelujah that's how god calls and and hand picks insignificant people sometimes god wants to bring people from total obscurity into prominence by calling and when you realize your call when you realize your purpose that you are a god called person you will step in into that purpose that god has for you and you will begin to function in the assignment that god has assigned for you god never you know makes a mistake look at you know moses he gave a lot of excuses he said i am not fit enough i am a man of you know stammering lips but god used him to save israel and bring them out of egypt and helped them to cross the red sea and you know move towards the promised land and gave him the 10 commandments and he saw the glory of god and god used him mightily hallelujah he was a man again of stammering lips he could not speak look at jeremiah he was a small boy and god said don't say you are a small boy you know but i have called you to be a prophet to the nations look at samuel god spoke to samuel and he was speaking you know while he was still a young boy in the temple 
you know god was speaking to uh, samuel and then uh, you look at peter and john and the disciples many of them are fishermen they were unschooled ordinary men the bible says but they were speaking with so much wisdom and the sanhedrin and the teachers of the law were amazed at their wisdom you see god calls you know even the most insignificant people and look at saul who is an angry man who is persecuting the church who is against god god even called him and turned his heart back to him and used him powerfully as one of the greatest of the apostles we find paul emerging as in the new testament and so gideon was responding to god and thankfully gideon was making this connection back with god and immediately as god told him go in the strength that you have immediately gideon said verse 17 onwards you know if i have found favor in your eyes give me a sign that this is really you are talking to me please do not go away until i come back and bring my offering and set it before you immediately gideon also responded by bringing an offering and offered a sacrifice and brought it to God and offered it before him and the angel of the lord tossed it and fire came you know from the rock and it devoured it and God accepted that offering you know it's important that we realize that God has called us and we respond to God and that's very important that's how you can actually step out to do the impossible things that God wants you to do we can never accomplish anything without coming in contact with the presence of God we cannot accomplish any without coming in contact with a fire the fire that 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 comes from the presence of god and the bible says the fire goes before him and burns up all his enemies and so when you come in contact with the fire of god the presence of god the fire quenches the fire cleanses the fire you know transforms us the fire prepares us you know the presence of god is a place of preparation a place where we are sanctified a place where we are made ready for the task that god wants us to do and i believe that god has every one of us a purpose and a clear plan that he has charted out he has a blueprint in his hands about our lives and we can never accomplish without you know coming to the presence of god and responding to him as we realize this morning that god has called me with a purpose hallelujah even the place where you live in even the place where you work even the you know uh, things that you do in the in the things that you do other than even your paid job you know your life work all of those things that you do other than even your paid job all contribute to fulfilling god's purpose for your life and realize this morning that god has called you and you are uniquely and specially made for his purpose and number two the thing that we find in gideon's life which served to us as a principle for our lives is uh, where Gideon renounced idolatry immediately and when he was in the presence of God when he offered the sacrifice and he come to this realization that God is calling him for something great and so immediately Gideon builds an altar uh, there in verse 24 we see that and there the Lord comes and speaks to him that night in verse 25 in chapter 6 take the second bull from your father's herd and tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it then build a proper kind of altar to the lord your god on the top of the uh, of this height uh, using the wood of the asherah pole that you cut down offer the second bull as a burnt offering and so what did gideon do in verse 27 onwards gideon took 10 of his servants and did as the lord told him but because he was afraid of his family and the men of the town he did of his family uh, he did it at night rather than in the daytime in the morning when the men of the town got up there was balls all to demolished with the asherah pole beside it cut down and the second bull sacrificed on the newly built altar they asked each other who did this when they carefully investigated they told gideon son of joash did it gideon was involved in renouncing idolatry 
the moment he came in contact with god and he knew this is the god of israel god is calling him with a purpose and god wants him to do something and he encountered god made a connection with god you know the next thing he did was he renounced idolatry he cut down the you know altars of baal he cut down you know the asherah pole and he offered a sacrifice you know the way god told him and i think that's very important for us as well you know we need to get rid of everything else that exalts itself above god in our hearts and our minds we need to get rid of those things that come between us and god we need to recognize and see what are those things that stand like an idol like we see here in the uh, in scriptures you know if we have given ourselves to too much of something as simply as that if we've just given ourselves too much to eating too much of food you know the whole uh, time you know there's a craving to eat 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 you know what can i get where can i get how much you know what different kind of meat can i get what can it's fine to have good food it's fine to go out and everything but if there's a craving for something if there's a desire and a hunger and there's a, a desperation for something else other than god or more than god it could be just tv i just want tv i want to watch i want to watch i want to you know if it's our gadgets our devices as much as we use it for good purposes it can also be very destructive if we get ourselves addicted to something else that can actually take the place of god if something else can steal our time with god if there's something else that steal away our heart our desires what do you love the most this morning what what are those things that you are most attracted to if there is something else other than god then is something that we have to cast away from our lives and keep god first in our lives amen hallelujah he had to come and deal with everything else that was other than god which was worshiped you know we begin to worship those things which we actually admire and desire and love more than god we begin to worship it becomes a worship a form of worship and so very often it might not be something that we intentionally do but probably we've just slipped into it step by step and maybe there is something else that is taking our place you know a god's place in our hearts in our lives sometimes it it could be just you know menial work you know going here and there doing this and that you know get you know going to the ration shop and the aadhar card and the uh, what do you say um you know the uh, uh, you know municipality office and the you know the street drainage is not running and so going to the drainage office and this and that and here and there shopping and buying and giving and selling and you know going here and just going around the whole day what did you do the whole day i just went here and there and this did, did this and that all kinds of menial jobs the whole time if we give ourselves fully only to those things you know sometimes it can be just taking care of you know washing the car and washing the bike and you know uh, cleaning the house and clearing the things and you know it can be just all kinds of things through the day morning till night one whole day if you take the whole day what did you do if you've just done all kinds of things and you just did not have any time for god we're beginning to worship other things well all of these things are important necessary but we need to ensure that we are spending good quality time with god and not you know over amplify and exalt everything else and keep other things as number one big things of our life and sacrifice the time with god and give ourselves wholly to other things amen 
Hallelujah. And that's casting away the idols. And that's when the purpose of God in your life will begin to flow. If you stop doing all of these things and prioritize first things first. What is most important in my life? What's number one? Keep number one things. Number one. Keep first things first. Amen. Hallelujah. And then everything else will begin to fall in place. And then everything else will begin to flow well. And then you will see God will help you to step out into your purpose. And quickly number three. In Judges chapter 6 and verse 36 to 40. You find Gideon is still doubtful. God is speaking to him. God honored his sacrifice. God sent fire and answered him. God spoke to him and offered him, uh, you know, helped him to build an altar and told him, gave him instructions what he has to do. After God speaking to him, all of these things, Gideon is still doubtful. In verse 36 to 40, replenish your faith. Gideon said to God, if you will save Israel by my hand as you have promised, look, I will place a wool fleece on the threshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand as you said. And that is what happened. Gideon rose early the next day. He squeezed the fleece and wrung the dew, a bowl full of water. Verse 39, the Gideon, and then Gideon said to God, do not be angry with me. Let me now make just one more request. Again, you know, God exactly did what he asked. Gave him a sign that he asked. You know, I, I'll put a wool fleece on the floor. Let dew come. But only that should be wet. Everything else should be dry. God made it that same way. And then God is speaking to him again. Do not be angry with me. And Gideon is speaking to God. Let me make just one more request. Allow me one more test with the fleece. This time make the fleece dry and the ground covered with dew. That night God did so. Only the fleece was dry. All the ground was covered with dew. Please don't go and do this tonight. And that won't happen. That may not happen. Exactly as it happened to Gideon. Because Gideon and some people are using this kind of principle for their lives. This is a wrong principle to use. I'm going to rattle some of your understanding. Some of you have understood that, you know, I'm going to pray like Gideon. Lord, give me a sign. If that girl is wearing a red dress, I will know she's the one I have to marry. And that boy is wearing a blue shirt, I will know that he's the one I have to marry. That's very silly. Some of you are saying, uh, no, that's how it happened to me. Maybe God did it graciously to you because of your unbelief. Gideon was doing this because of his unbelief. This is not a principle to follow. Not everything written in the Bible is to be followed the way it is given. You need to understand the context. Gideon is actually here full of lack of faith. It's not out of faith he's asking for a sign. God wants you to walk by faith and not by sight. And so Gideon was here asking out of unbelief while God had actually called him, spoken to him, said you're going to be the one who's going to deliver Israel from the hands of the, of the Midianites. But it was out of unbelief, Gideon was again and again, he's still shaking. He's still so afraid. He's still so unsure. He's unable to trust God. He's weak in his faith. And it was in this context where he's asking this. But the principle, the point that we learn out of this passage is that we need to get our faith replenished. Amen. Not by asking for a sign like Gideon did, 
but we need to get our faith replenished once in a while but that happens as we learn to read the word of god and trust the word of god and we rely on god even though it doesn't seem like god is at work it doesn't seem like actually you know god has been fighting our battles it doesn't seem like god is answering our prayers even in such times god wants us to continue to trust him hallelujah and believe that he is a god who is able to do the impossible hallelujah praise the lord you know when mary was told by the angel that she's going to have a child you know what she said oh how can this be same like gideon but you know what the angel said nothing is impossible with god your cousin elizabeth is also conceived in her old age nothing is impossible with god immediately what what did mary say so shall it be as according to your word amen hallelujah whatever you said you know let it be done as according to your word even though she raised a question i am i have not known a man i am not yet married how am i going to have a child oh the holy spirit will come upon you and you will rec- you know the one who will be born in you will be the son of the most high god and the moment the angel gabriel brought this good news and you know encouraged her to believe she believed hallelujah praise the lord even about the things that were spoken about jesus after he was born when mary heard these things the bible says that mary pondered over these things in her heart amen she believed it she knew god was having a purpose god was doing something praise the lord hallelujah and so we need to get our faith replenished here gideon's faith was being replenished by god and god will fill us with greater faith when we step out in faith hallelujah when we when we begin to believe when we begin to step out and say yes god will do all things he will make everything possible nothing is impossible with god god's word will never fail god's promises will never fail when we believe that god's goodness and love to us will never fail and when god's blessings to us will never fail when we believe that god will bless us god will send his blessings god will provide for us god will open the door for us hallelujah praise the lord why doubt amen let's not be like gideon doubting and and where god has to do all of these kinds of things but god wants us to walk by faith and sometimes god is training us in our faith as we depend on him fully and she you know you see like mary was strengthened and was strong in the faith and when the angel said nothing is impossible with god she believed it she received it and and we need to know that he has a power to do what he wills hallelujah whatever god plans whatever god wills for your life god has the pl- power to accomplish it even though abraham was without child for many many years but yet because god had promised and abraham believed god that whatever he promised will come true he ha- he knew that he had the power to fulfill whatever he spoke you just need to believe hallelujah amen brother sister this morning let your faith be replenished again you know in a fresh way for the concerns of your life for the needs of your life for the things that you're waiting for for the blessings that you're waiting for in your life may god strengthen your faith this morning that you will rise up and say my god will supply all my needs according to his riches in glory hallelujah amen whatever be it god is able to supply and so when you you know exercise your faith when you step out in faith and move towards a purpose that god has for your life god will begin to you know fulfill his purposes in your life quickly number 4 you know god gave him a right direction clear strategy a direction right direction you know chapter 7 verses 1 to 8 we read early in the morning jerubal that is gideon and all his men camped at the spring of herod 
The camp of Midian was north of them in the valley near the hill of Moreh. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men for me to deliver Midian into your hands. In order that Israel may not boast against me that her own strength had saved her. Announce now to the people, anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So 22,000 men left. Well, 10,000 remained. You see, in this whole process, when God, when God had called Gideon, Gideon gave a call to people, you know, to come and fight the battle along with him. You know, Gideon was not a king. Gideon was not appointed by, you know, the people of Israel. He was not voted into power. But because God had called him, God brought in the people along with him who will stand with him, who will support him, who will fight and go on a war along with him. Hallelujah. Who will trust and follow somebody who has never been there and done that but God when God is in it God makes those things to happen hallelujah praise the Lord you may say who will trust me and give me a job you may say who will trust me and give me a business you may say who will trust me you know but you know when God is in your life you know God will bring people into your life hallelujah God will bring resources God will bring support God will bring things that will come to pass make you to fulfill God's purpose in your life Hallelujah. You need to just step out and, and, and look for God's direction. And Gideon was getting God's direction here. And when 22,000, 32,000 men came, God said, oh, no, no, these are too many for me. Hallelujah. Sometimes we think the greater the, we think greater the number, the more the strength. You know, whether it's bank balance or whether it's people or whatever we had, greater the number, more the strength. But you know, for God, you know, even lesser the number, his strength is awesome and mighty. Hallelujah. From 32,000, he brought down to 10,000. And then he again divided them by those who lap like a dog and drink water and those who take it with their hands and drink. And then he divided them and finally there are only 300 who remained. Hallelujah. From 32,000 to God, what, you know, people will think that they will accomplish through certain number of, you know, things and, uh, and, and, and stuff and capacities. God can accomplish even through 10%. Hallelujah. People think if you have all of these things, you can do stuff. But, you know, with even 10% of that, you still be able to do what those things will not do. Hallelujah. Amen. You may not have everything that you need right now, but even with very less, when God is in it, God is able to use that for his glory and his power will be made manifest through his, you know, even through the little things. That little boy brought five loaves and two fish and God multiplied it and fed 5,000. Little things are much when it's in God's hands. Hallelujah. Give what you have in God's hands. Use what you have and God will use you. Amen. Hallelujah. Step out in faith and begin to do what God wants you to do. What is your burden? What is your desire? What is your burning you know, desire that God has put in your heart? Step out and do it. And God will open opportunities for you and he will use you. And that was also the word of prophecy that we received this morning. You know that God is going to use us. God is going to open doors. Hallelujah. And when there's an open door and God wants to use you like he used Gideon. Why, why pull back? Why stop? Why think low of yourself? Why say I can't do anything? Amen. Hallelujah. Even Roshan was so afraid to come and speak up here this morning. And I said, you know, come on, do it. You know, God will give you the grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Probably he's never done these kind of things before. But you know, even those things you've never done before, you start doing them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I go out to lead a... a uh, uh, a student ministry movement who is now transitioning and also expanding into a church planting movement and I am training these leaders for the last six months something that I've never done before 
you know sometimes god puts us in places and some people came along and pushed me into it and i said hey you guys are you know plotting and you pushed me into it <laughs> but you know but this was something that god opened up uh, an opportunity and and now there are new things that i am dealing with new things that i have to talk about new things that i have to teach and but god is helping me to do that and helping to shape this whole ministry amen hallelujah so god will sometimes put you into places in among people where you've never done these things before but god will give you the plan god will give you the strategy god will give you the direction god will give you the capacity the wisdom that you need at that moment amen you say i have no capacity to speak i have no knowledge but god will put words in your mouth when you have to speak hallelujah praise the lord you know this is how god leads his people and so you know he received a clear direction of how many people who are the people you know whoever god wants to send whatever god wants to give god will give you know and you see in verse number 4 this is powerful but the lord said to gideon there are still too many men take them down to the water and i will sift them for you there if i say this one shall go with you he shall go but if i say this one shall not go with you he shall not go Hallelujah what we need let God give what we don't need let God take away Hallelujah praise the Lord amen what we what God wants us to have if we have that is good enough to accomplish God's purpose Hallelujah I want somebody to say aloud hallelujah Amen if you believe that hallelujah what God wants you to have if you have that's good enough what God does not want you to have if you don't have don't worry about it Hallelujah praise the Lord Amen because that will help you God's fulfill God's purpose. Number 5 quickly. Receive encouragement. You need to receive encouragement. Amen. We all need to be encouraged. There are some people who are highly self-motivated by themselves, but there are some of us who really need encouragement and God uses different situations to encourage us. God uses different people to encourage us. In chapter 7 in you see verse number 9 to 15 during the night the Lord said to Gideon, "Get up, go down to the camp. Against the camp because I am going to give it in your hands. Now this is the moment." This is a moment of battle this is a moment of taking control of this you know the nation of median and attacking them if you are afraid to attack go down to the camp with your servant pura you see god knew that gideon was still afraid and gideon was indeed really afraid and listen to what they are saying afterward you will be encouraged to attack the camp so he and pura pura his servant went down to the outposts of the camp the medianites the amalekites and all the other eastern peoples had settled in the valley thick as locusts their camels could no more be counted than the sand of the seashore gideon arrived just as a man was telling a friend his dream you know one in the enemy camp is telling i had a dream he was saying a round loaf of barley bread came down trum- tumbling into the medianite camp it struck the tent with such force that the tent overturned and collapsed His friend responded this can be nothing other than the sword of Gideon son of Joash the Israelites the Israelite God has given the Midianites and the whole camp into his hands you see the enemy is prophesying <laughs> hallelujah even the most unexpected people will come encouraging you hallelujah praise the lord god will use different people in different situations to encourage us to move on to get hold of the thing that god has taken hold us of us of us for and god is using this uh these words of these men in the enemy camp and what they are saying and they are actually in fear they are actually having a dream and they are talking about and when gideon heard the dream and its interpretation verse 15 he worshiped god he returned to the camp of israel and called out get up the lord has given the midianite camp into our hands you see the tone of gideon now 
from where he began and look at the way he speaks now get up now god has given us the midnight camp into our hands hallelujah hallelujah the way you speak will begin to change the way you think of things will begin to change hallelujah you need to receive some encouragement and god is bringing you encouragement this morning to pursue the goal that god has set before you to pursue the purpose that god has the to fulfill the assignment that god has in your life don't sit back don't 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 sit in your comfort zone and god will disturb you from your comfort zone get up and go and say lord tell me what i should do Hallelujah. Realize this morning that you are God called person. Realize this morning that God has a plan and purpose for your life. Renounce idolatry and replenish your faith and and receive right direction from God and God will re- send you encouragement. If you receive as you receive encouragement this morning, it will propel you to move forward like Gideon did. And the point that I want to make in conclusion is this. Gideon's action Gideon's response to God's call and Gideon's purpose for his life and what God wanted him to do was so critical that the lives of all of the people of Israel was hanging in a balance on what Gideon will do or will not do. What Gideon will do or will not do is going to determine the fate of all the people of Israel. Your obedience, your movement, your actions, your faith, you renouncing adultery, you realizing God has called me, you receiving encouragement, you receiving right direction from God is all going to make a difference in the lives of many others. Would you respond? So we're not just talking about you. We're talking about many people. Hallelujah. We're talking about large numbers of people. Whom you are going to touch. Whom you are going to transform. Whom you are going to influence. Whom you are going to change. Whom you are going to bless. Whom you are going to heal. Whom you are going to deliver. It's all going to depend on what you are going to do. Or what you will not do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You see how powerful your life is. You see how significant your life is. You see how purposeful your life is. You see how meaningful your life is. Hallelujah. While you think there's nothing good about you. While you think there's no purpose in my life. While you see your situations of your life like Gideon did. And you don't see anything good. God is seeing something good and beautiful that's going to come out of your life. Hallelujah. Many lives are waiting on you. Many families are waiting on you. Oh, you're saying... Hi, myself, we are having a family problem here. You're talking about other families? Oh, yes. 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 You're saying we are having health problems. You're talking about healing others? Yes. You're saying, oh, we have relationship issues. You're talking about dealing with other people's relationships? Yes. I myself, I'm depressed. You're talking about me helping others in depression? Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother, sister, you can't remain silent anymore. It's time to rise up. Hallelujah. God is raising up a Gideon army this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
you either be a Gideon or at least you join a Gideon. I'm not talking about joining Gideon's ministry. Gideon's ministry is very simple. Just go give Bibles. I'm talking about joining a Gideon, a God-called man, a God-called purpose. Hallelujah. Like the men who came, the 300 who came and joined Gideon. You either be a Gideon who will take the lead or at least join the one who is taking a lead. Hallelujah. And you will see your purposeful life, you know, accomplishing great and mighty things for God. Let's stand together and pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not just about your life. Would you tell yourself, it's not just about me. Hallelujah. Brother, sister, your life is not just about you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. You're thinking you can run this way all, 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 uh, all the time? No. Hallelujah. Your life is not just about you. Your life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Would you just stretch forth your hand toward heaven this morning? Hallelujah. And give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. Thanking Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, God, move me out of my comfort zone. Hallelujah. Move us out like Gideon. Move us out like Gideon. Hallelujah. We pray for an army that will rise up in this place like the army of Gideon. We pray that you will rise up in this place an army like the army of Gideon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who will just go about impacting lives. Who will just go about saving people from destruction. Who will just go about from saving people from the hands of the enemy. Hallelujah. Raise up an army of people in this place, O oh God. Hallelujah. Like the army of Gideon. Oh, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. There's some who are going to rise up and run like the Gideon. Hallelujah. Like Gideon himself who will go on a lead. Hallelujah. And accomplishing God's purposes. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you because we are made for a mission impossible. We're made for mission impossible. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise you, Jesus. What are those things that look so impossible in your life and around you? Even those things that you don't see. Hallelujah. God is going to cause you to do such things. God is going to cause you to move forward. God is going to cause you to accomplish great and awesome things. Hallelujah. In his kingdom, rise up. This is the time to rise up. This is not a time to, to pull back. This is not a time to retire. This is not a time to turn back. This is not a time to run away. This is not a time to shut down. Oh, hallelujah. This is the time to move. Hallelujah. There's an anointing that is upon you, brother. Sister, there's a call that is God has laid upon your life. Hallelujah. Worship you, Jesus. Worship you, Lord. Don't say, what can I do? But you can do many things, hallelujah, that God has prepared in advance for you to do. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise you, Father. Let your anointing come upon everybody right now. Let your Holy Spirit descend upon everyone. The power of the living God come upon everyone. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Worship you, Jesus. Worship you, Jesus. Worship you, Jesus. Fill everyone with your mighty anointing, Lord. Hallelujah. May they begin to realize their calling. We pray that gifts and talents and grace that have been hidden, potentials that have been hidden, and Lord, have been bound up. 
Be released in the name of Jesus. Be released.